Can you go get Anne Marie? She's at the door. Goodness. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Well, that's the point. It's a sneak attack. I'm used to it. I'm immune to that. Ask the Boss episode number 33. That's a good number. That's a solid number. Is that the right Me. number? What? All right. Mr. Douglas here. That's Larry Bird, baby. With meaty thighs. And you want me to take your job? Well, I was looking up episode. <laughs> episode. I was looking me. up number 33 and I type in episode 33. It's, it's not getting me together. anywhere. Just be prepared because essentially they've added one person, but it's like they've started from scratch. Yeah. All right. Never done this we have before. no idea what episode 33, meaty thighs, Mr. Douglas, Birdie Bird behind the camera, and our special guest. Parvelia. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> Did you fart? Yeah. Supposed to be this one. Yeah, oh, yeah, Paul yeah, Revelia, introduce yourself. Tell, tell us about yourself. Um, I am the longest standing sponsored core athlete. There you go. That's all you need to know. And the owner of Pro Physique. And um, I guess that's enough. And AKA, his new nickname, <laughs> Silver Fox. You can find you know, him uh, at, at Silverpox. <laughs> Silver I think we figured out Silver, it was in 2013. 2013. 2013. Was the year I decided. All right, Paul. Before we get into this episode, the first thing we always do is we pause for the sponsor. Well, first off, before that, or do we sponsor first or do we go into Is Chipotle sponsor. a sponsor? This is, uh, thank you, America Energy. Chipotle is not a sponsor, but Starbucks is. I'm just saying it wrong on purpose because my, my friends like it. Yeah. This is the good one. This is the good Bro, one. I, I kind of like not having headphones because you, you don't, don't have to hear the bullshit. You don't hear all If the, you guys like Doug. Mountain Dew, <gasps> you will like Liberty. Breathing. That's Doug. <laughs> what? All right. Number 33 was worn by some serious people. Larry Bird, dude. That's it. End of discussion. That's what, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, 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 Kareem who? Uh, <laughs> Patrick uh, Ewing. Uh, Shaquille. Scotty Pippen. Did he get yeah, he did. Lou Last Alcindor. week was 32, right? Lou Last Alcindor. week was 32. All right, NFL, who we got? Who you got? Oh, it wasn't Larry, Larry Bird was 32 then? It was Pippen that was 33. Oh. All right. Yeah, yeah uh, that's Pippen. That's good enough. I think we're good. Who's the 33rd president? So Bird's working the camera, so if anyone has any questions, if anybody wants to talk about thought he's clapping cheeks. Harry Truman. Talk to Bird. Oh, I like Harry. That's a good name. Harry? <laughs> Harry Truman? Harry Truman. He's the 33rd president? 33rd president. All right. So what are we getting into first, Meat? Well, our typical format is updates. So the biggest update of the day is Core Vegan. And that is why Mr. Paul is here. And that is why he's here. So, so we should excited. talk about that. Because his name is on the front of that thing. Look at I that. Actually, I had to sign my name and send it to you guys to Every, scan it. That felt you like have, a no, You signed initials. every single tub. What are you talking about? Don't lie that, to them. Well, that was initially just to make sure I was good <laughs> at it. And then I had to show up. So we got Core Vegan dropping today, which this will be going live on Friday. So hopefully there's still some in stock. Well, actually, no. I mean, it'd be great if it was sold out. But um, there might be still some in stock by Friday. And we just did a video, which will be up before this, talking about all the details of this. All you need to know is the best tasting vegan protein on the market. I'm excited about it. I've been, using it. I've been using it daily. Paul has been busting my balls for two years to bring out a vegan protein. I never bust your balls. Listen, I think what you're starting to learn is like maybe Paul knows some shit. 
because I suggest <laughs> something. Oh. Starting to learn. Yeah, like I see. Because is that understand. why you rocking the gold, the gray beard? So Look, you, we, think, you think you're smart. With me, you have this amazing audience of people that yes, this basically. Making me nervous. Yeah, this dictate. is actually the first time we actually have a live studio audience. Yes, but I. I've never through through coaching. I'm on the. I'm on the landscape of what's going on in the world. And when everyone tells me they need vegan protein, I tell you. Okay. And you ignore me. <laughs> and now we have the greatest launch in core history. What do you say? Why so short? I know. Isn't this really, like, bad? Like, I'm like, like a bitch. Like, what's up? What's up, Dad? Hey, Dad. I'm the first pick on the core basketball team. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get into bodybuilding? Jeez, like, that height. I don't know. I was skinny, and I said, I got to do something about this. All right, meet. What other updates do we have this week? This week, I do have to let's let's change gears real quick. Do you got any uh, arms race? I'm going to give a quick arms race update. Are you going to stay away from the current events today? Yeah. So the last couple episodes, I've been ranting and I've been getting some thumb down on my no video. no NASCAR news. <laughs> no, oh, did the, you hear about that? It's the defund the police just pisses me off so much. Well, now they're trying to defund NASCAR because because well because some idiot. Did something to some? Oh, yeah, oh, don't even get my stuff. Here we go, bro. Don't be calling people idiots. I saw the uh, in the Facebook post. You said you didn't have to call me an, an idiot or ignorant. That girl, mm. she didn't like what you. I didn't. People mean, get triggered easy. Listen, I yeah. didn't mean ignorant. It kind of backfired. They, in, need, they need to meet my friend Anne Marie. I didn't mean. I didn't mean <laughs> to mean ignorant in a negative way. She was literally ignorant. She did look up the definition of ignorant. Right, she did that. not know. That's my job. She did not know. Yeah, look it up. Let's get into this. Ignorant. <laughs> Lacking being, knowledge being, or awareness. I, yeah. Uneducated or unsophisticated. She was uneducated. So, so technically, in, it's in not pro- a derogatory term. In product formulation, she was uneducated. You're so smart. Thanks, me. Every day I learn something. Wasn't new. he valedictorian at Penn State? I love you, me. I don't know. I studied uh, sports and recreation management. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. I have a friend in the How state pen. That's job, the same bro? thing. Because it's sport and recreation management, bro. What are you talking about? Supplements? You man- man- I was born masters for this. and PE. Mm-hmm. There was an actual... Um, a su- <laughs> <laughs> there was a subject in a class of on, on supplements. Me. <laughs> we got to get Paul working these up. Yeah, I can't even read. I got to know the... Yeah, yeah they're right just, here. Come just on. start pressing. All right. So uh, let's get back to business real quick. So, oh, yeah, arms race. The one year anniversary of Arms Race Nutrition is coming up on June 24th, which is what day is this going to go live? It's the 22nd. Thursday. 20, so, Thursday. Can we get this up on Thursday, 25th? 26th. So, this is going to be, no, nope, this is going to be too late. We got to get this up on Thursday, Bird. We're pushing the schedule ahead this week. All right. It's got a busy week, man. So, Arms Race Nutrition was one year old. We launched in our other warehouse a year ago. Julian, a, Julian and Kenton were here. It was a mess. It was insane. It was freaking. Kind of broke the internet. We did break the internet. They literally, Shopify literally called us and said, like, Do you know that you have this many orders? Yes, that's why we're calling you. Yeah, because, like, yeah. So, anyways. Good job. It was, an awesome, it, was an, it was an awesome launch, and it's the one-year anniversary. So, we don't really do sales with Arms Race. Um, we're doing 25% off from the 24th to the 26th on all Arms Race products. And there is a code somewhere. I don't know what the code is. It's probably like Julian 100. Just sign up for the email like list. B-Day. Yeah, sign up for the email list and take advantage of it because it's only going to be two days. That's a big deal for us to do a sale like that. Yep. So what else we got going on, Meet? Um, the Supremo's launch for America Labs. July, 4, July 1st. Yep. So the next Wednesday. 
in the two new flavors, Alpine Pew Pew, which is a Mountain Dew flavor, <laughs> and Wild Blue Yonder, which is like a berry fruit punch. It's yeah, great. like a mixed berry punch, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And then on Monday, we launch, which we're already getting questions about, um, jogger shorts. Like, I need uh, your, we're out of stock a lot of jogger shorts. So people are asking about them, and I'm like, we're relaunching these next week, right? Yeah, so we're doing the camos. So you got the long camo well, camos. Camos and restock. We yep. have restock of black and light gray. Yeah. And then we're launching the new lifestyle t-shirts with those on Monday. We need to get some sex shots. Yeah, Paul. Paul, are you ready for some sex? Hell Wait, yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's like, <laughs> sex it up. Sex, please. Yeah, we'll put you outside, you know, you'll yeah, strip down. And silver fox, you'll get yeah. bring in the... Never mind. I want to. I need, to, yeah, so I we, need we, some we sodium. I need to get a pump. That is, uh, that's like our, technically our deal for next week, right? Uh, yeah, but we're getting so, a lot of uh, back in stocks. Actually, the second product in the PR series, which is Burn X, which is the fat burner. You oh, that was a question. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Yeah. So you uh, worked with us in helping design Burn X, which we launched last fall in mm-hmm. the old style. Yep. As we go to the new product and we're doing the PR series, it'll just be called Burn. It's Burn Powder. Oh, okay. Right? It's just Burn. That's easy. We got rid of the X. Uh, same formula, but we are dropping the new flavor, which is like a, what do we call it? What do, what do we actually uh, call it? Oh, my gosh. Ma- mango Heat? <laughs> no, not even close, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hold mango on, Heat. Hold on. Is it salsa? It's what? spicy. <laughs> or is that shred? We're gonna here. We're gonna get in here. Don't make fun of me. No, it's a pina colada. Oh, it bro. is a pina colada. <laughs> Nothing to do with mango. Pina colada. I was thinking of shred. Oh, Paul, I'll show you your labels here. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Oh wow. Look at these. How sexy those are. Mango so that's heat. that's the orange. <laughs> that's the orange mango. Doug's embarrassed that. Uh, can I get uh, my um? <laughs> my like I'm co- glad the national says. <laughs> oh, can I get my car wrapped in this? Here you go. Check that. Well, I'm trying to sell vegan. I'm Hold not on. trying to sell products that are not out orange yet. Orange like, mango. Pineapple colada. Pineapple colada. There it is. There it is. So that's the new flavor. If you like pina colada. I do have to give you credit on the new flavoring systems because a, a lot of label? the new products just taste really good. Cesar finished that ABC label. See that? Pina colada? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance oh, to that's why that I got that song. So the head. reason we reformulated the, the fat burner or the thermogenic yep. was because I thought it would be beneficial to add in something that was anti-cortisol in there. So and I'm the excited other, about And that. the other piece, the saffron piece, which was the big um, saffron, you can actually make the claim of... Um, Appetite suppressant. Yeah. So those were the two. I mean, there were some other tweaks we had, but adding the KSM into the fat burner. Yeah. And having the uh, a stronger appetite suppressant, which is yep. the reason why a lot of people take it. So that will be the second product. When is that coming out, uh, Pat? That's like early July. That needs, that needs to hurry because I got like seven more weeks on this little cut. I could use that in my morning. Early cardio. July. We should actually have those within a week or two. Um, the other big news, we finally got... ABC Sweet Tea and Lemon Drop back in stock, which has been out for a month, and people get pissed. The Sweet Tea is ridiculous. I remember we were drinking it on the way, the beta samples, when we were going down to Australia. Australia. Yeah. And I was like, I just wanted it to have it to drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. So, a lot of good stuff in the works. Meat. Yo. I'm going to hold off on the political rants today. Yeah, no political rants today. Let's just keep it. Peace, love, and, you know, (laughs) harmony or whatever. There is some questions. Peace, um, love, harmony, or whatever. <laughs> there's some questions for Paul. Right. So, uh, there are other. Well, there's all these kind of go with Paul. So, are there other vegan flavors on the way? Have we sampled any already? I actually got a uh, a package from a manufacturer today. I got super excited about it because I thought it was going to be samples. Uh, but it, it's, it's tubs to put the labels on so we can shoot. 
So we're working on the peanut butter, the vanilla, which your wife really wanted. Yes. And um, snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle. Yeah. Ooh. So you should know that meat. That Paul knows. I didn't know snickerdoodle. On. Well, I've heard it a lot today. Yeah. For Paul. That's the first question yep. everyone asks. What's been your favorite thing to see happen with the core rebrand? Well, probably the PR series. Yeah, shit. That's yeah, that's too cool. obvious, though. I'm, for me, it's the rebrand, the whole, everything that's changed in your flavor systems. Like, I always took your products because of the results and because they're efficaciously dosed. Dosed Now, like, they're literally delicious. Like, the new Fury. Even, even the pre-workouts, which are sometimes That's, hard that's the do. first thing that I noticed when I took the Fury. I was like, usually you just get ready for a little bitterness. Yep. It's so good now. So I'd say you've just continued to kind of evolve things. You haven't just sat on your laurels, and that's been the best thing. Word. So that was a big word there. Me. Laurels. I don't You're think. Like, do you know what that means to me? Um, Silver Fox. I have a cabin in Laurel Springs, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I know. Oh, man. Was that applause? Yeah. Usually you hit the meat button. Yeah. Like, says I, I like Paul's style. Yeah. He, yeah. he shouts out my stupidity. I thought that was like a humble brag. So. <laughs> it was a humble brag. Um, so somebody asked, what's the next PR series product? So Burn at, oh, Burn is the next. Yeah, with the is new there, flavor of pineapple colada. Do we, but that's technically was already existing. Do we sneak the next one or we don't not talk about it yet? We can. So Paul and I were talking about like a, and maybe this is not the product we were talking about, but I thought last time we talked was about a more female specific version of Core Heart. Now, why would you associate me with females? Because all you do is have <laughs> bikini chicks posting their booties all over your thing. <laughs> Listen, like, I'm not Brett Contreras. I'm just, I'm a coach. Silver Fox. Silver Fox. But yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. I think, uh, yeah. That Good thing your product. wife works with you and she's a part of this whole thing. Otherwise, Listen, it would be a problem. <laughs> my wife knows them all anyway. Um, but yeah, that's that was the point that I think they're, you know, if you look at the demographic in the competition scene, females dominate. Yeah. And that's where the vegan stuff came from. I had a lot of women asking me what was the best vegan protein on the market and I couldn't tell them yours. Yeah. So, I and, and just to be clear here, Core Hard is probably purchased by more women than men at this point. It's awesome for both. But there's a couple that are what I would consider female-specific ingredients that I would maybe tweak to... Just dim, right? It. No, there's some other things. Okay. I, I would actually even consider doing uh, some pregnenolone in there okay. for females. So, But there's some also some but other core things hard, beyond that. Like you, you were out of stock as pretty recently. Yeah, so we did a restock last week, and it was crazy. People were pissed. Like, yeah. You, like well, because your clients were pissed. Some They're of my competitors actually kind of rely on that. So I actually keep some at my house and I'll ship that to them. I, I whenever I get a stock from we've you, we've been sending people to the nutrition corners because they usually, you know, stock up for like at least a week or two of, you know, inventory at the store. So uh, if that ever happens again, you know, we we have them email us and we'll send them to where either the nutrition corners or one of our other retail partners that have it. Yeah, that's perfect. And I. <laughs> We ready? What? Moving on? That was, right. Somebody <laughs> had this cool idea. Little Debbie oatmeal Me. raisin cream pie flavored core would be bomb. What? So this inspired me to ask a question. Okay. What's your favorite Little Debbie snack? <laughs> Star Crunch. Star Crunch. Interesting. Oh, I got to go n the Nutty Bar. I got to go Nutty Buddy. Isn't it? Is, is nutty, nutty Buddy Little Debbie though? I'm, of course you did cream pie. Yeah. Oh just, boy. Or For pecan pinwheel. Spinwheel. <laughs> This is where fat meat comes out. Oh, me and like, little Debbie's. The nipples start getting hard. <laughs> My nipples don't get hard. A lot, of, the, a lot of your product names are pretty suggestive. I'll have to admit. What? The, the hard load stack is suggestive? Yeah, what are you talking load, about? Yep. 
So is there a new product coming or what? Meat sticks. PR series. <laughs> we got all, yeah, you guys were talking about it. We were talking about it. Is there anything in the Bird's works? Bird's yelling at me to get in here. I don't want to get too much closer to him. Let's keep yeah. the biceps in. Keep the biceps in. All right, okay. Uh, we're working on it. I mean, and like I said to Paul, ridiculous. You know, like you know, bring us ideas. You know, like we're we're yep. open for it. Core Nutritional's bikini bite. Ooh. Let's expand. Let's get out. A there. PR series. Yeah. Hey, if you want to get into the the competition suit world, we could take no. that over. No, no, no. <laughs> nobody wants to manage nope. that. See, here. You, what you said no about this too. We could hire yeah. somebody else. To, uh, trust to me, I will that. guarantee I'm not making women's bikinis. That's the core a, micro pro cut. <laughs> it's like it's a great name. <laughs> it's like it's just like this. You got some questions, Burn? Okay. Can they hear you? Yeah. yeah. They can hear me. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Is the vegan protein soy based? Absolutely not. Um, soy is poo poo. And I'm going to put it in meat terms. Poo poo equals soy. Soy equals poo poo. Got that meat? Yep. Meat. So just uh, going into the protein, we're using a pea and a brown rice protein in here. So what other questions, Bird? I would like to know, could I take greens as a breakfast meal if I'm trying to diet down? Could you take greens as a breakfast meal? If you're trying to diet down, you could, but I would not recommend it. You're only getting like three grams of protein in there. So that is not, it really wouldn't be a meal. If you wanted no. to have it before you did some cardio or something, it, yeah. it's got a few carbs. I mean, right? at, a, at a bare minimum, I would throw in some BCAs or EAAs in there because you're literally getting three grams of protein. So have you tried the greens, the berry greens with the mixed berry? Vegan? I have not tried that mix yet. I'm no. sure it's good. That, that would be my next suggestion. Yeah. Favorite flavor of new vegan from each of us. I think we already went over it. Mine's chocolate. I don't know. if My, Mine is that. Well, we did it on, I think, the other video. So it's a different video. They're all running together now. Right. We've shot so much. Chocolate. My, my favorite, I think, is the maple pancake batter. And I can't comment on that because I haven't tried it yet. Yep. So I have to make that. And next. your chocolate. And a lot of people are saying mixed berry from what I heard. That's my wife's favorite. Me? She keeps you have an opinion too here, me. I do, but um, <laughs> I feel like I, my opinion's not, it's not ready, you know? Oh, you just. Had I mean, from the beta testing, we. I mean, so much beta testing goes on, but I haven't really. Yeah, you know, you know tried I, I understand. Yet. I appreciate that response because I tentatively say the maple pancake because I had it in cinnamon brown cream, sugar brown sugar cream of rice the other day, yeah. and oh my lord! Well, you know, what my favorite was last year when I was here testing was the red velvet, which you're not even doing right now. Red velvet in the ISO. No, no, no. You had a red, red velvet. velvet in the vegan. Vegan. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah, Bird, I think making stuff up. Well, you know what? Hey, look, we can we can make that happen. And then uh, your boy Josh. Josh Gordon, Meat Brigade. Meat Brigade, squad, yeah. Yeah. I'm, my, my head's spinning. I'm just, whatever. I think he says that every week, doesn't he? Yeah, because I'm. Meat it out, yeah, that's my new. Is that like the blackout? He's a meat out? I'm meat it out. Yeah. But that was in. Reg <laughs> Let's get into some training questions. How about that? Let me guess. How do you build arms like Doug's? <laughs> Actually, I think there was a couple. There was uh, <laughs> something about Doug's biceps, but they're small. Get a DeLorean. Um, what do you think about adequate rest intervals for bodybuilding type training? Rest intervals. At, like rest intervals between sets, you think? Yeah, That's I guess what so. I mean? what, what's your point? Yeah. The only thing that matters in regards to training is the quality of each set. So you have to rest as long as you need for the next set to be effective. 
So it just depends on your experience, like how many sets you've done in that session. You know, rest a little bit longer as the workout goes on. Um, but yeah. I think there was just a study I saw released. Yeah, all the research is very clear. What matters is the, the quality of each set and the total volume per session. Yeah. So like if you're just, you know, but not everyone has the time to go, well, I need to rest two or three minutes to be at full force for this next set. Yeah. Some people got their 45 minutes to train and be done. Yeah. But if you're talking about being a completely optimal it's rest as long as you need to make that next set the best it can be. So this is kind of in the same category, but what are, what are your thoughts on tut time under tension time of like the time of sets? I'll ask. I, I like, I like to see Doug's response to this because he has some of the fastest, but I don't train. always train that way. I really don't. I mean, when I train, Majority you, of the I, time. Do. I would say 80% of the time I do train fast like that. Yeah. But you, there's sometimes, where I do change the time. So this is something interesting. I've actually proposed this, um, the mechanism of muscle growth research to Dr. Campbell because of velocity training. So, because when I see you train and I see people like lane train that have like very dense muscle fiber, you train very fast. Mm -hmm. Like your reps are very quick. So is that impacting the quality of your sets? Um, So the other, the other part of that is it's still the total time under, I train very high rep. Yep. So it is still the total time under tension. So like I could do, I usually do like 20 reps. It might be the time that you take, do 10 reps. If you do like like a very controlled eccentric. So here's what I say about like time under tension. It's a tool. You can use it when you're injured because you can basically lower, lower the weight weight and avoid injuries. If you have soft tissue, joint, tendon issues, but I wouldn't base all my training around time under tension I think it'd be boring. It'd be boring. Yeah. Do you, uh, have you ever done uh, blood flow restriction? Training? Lots of it because Jeremy Lenicky, who kind of yeah. popularized it like seven, eight years ago was, you know, doing the camps with me in lane. Now have you, were you doing it because you were injured at the time or no. you were doing no. it just because most of us were doing it because it was kind of cool and trendy, Yeah. but all the research is based and, around people. And your veins that, come out. You get really oh, good yeah. When you're lean, <laughs> yeah. that stuff's great. Um, now it, you do get an intense burn from it because it's preventing mm-hmm. the venous return of blood. So there's a lactate build up in the muscle. So it's like painful. Which for us sadists, that's like a fun thing of training. Yeah. But the research is actually just shows that it's really good if you if you have an injury or you can't train, it can actually attenuate muscle loss. That's really the value in it. Um, and that's why I think it's kind of lost its popularity. Lane still does some of it, but I think that's just because he's powerlifting. And so he can go get like one set of blood flow restriction on like an, a bicep curl and be done for the day. So. Got it. I've never done it. I mean, I've done it. Like, like a very small amount of sets. Like I've yeah. never done like. Let's just say you like had a, a hip or a knee injury that prevented you from squatting and leg pressing. You could, you could, you know, blood your, flow restrict the, at the top of your leg and, and leg just extension. do like a leg extension, leg curl yeah. and prevent muscle loss. And it's, it's, it's pr- the research is pretty clear. Word. Word. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is, bird the, word. is the word. Bird right, is I the word. We're doing good on time. Oh, today. no. Um, <laughs> Here we go again. What did I do? No, just we have to stop at 30 minutes and oh. then restart. Oh, oh you because the camera shuts hey, off? Bro, you crushed oh, that. You need a refill? Slow down. What's the matter with you? You're enjoying. Jeez. I'm not enough. Apparently. Okay. Ready? This could be the shortest podcast we ever do because I just cut out the whole ranting part. I'll Could be we, honest. When I watch yeah, well, it, I just we got a lot I go of to the timestamp past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, so, that what is the best way to transition from a cut back into a lean bulking phase? 
Started half my cardio up cow hundred. Uh, probably up calories a hundred. Uh, that's probably not enough on the calories. I'd no. probably so essentially an easy way to do it is start at your refeed numbers and cut your cardio in half. That's a real super basic. Don't, don't you have, have pr- don't you have pretty large refeeds though for a lot of clients? Like wouldn't that be too much if you? I'm a little bit more. They're not as aggressive as they used to be because most of my clients are doing consecutive day refeeds now. So let's say someone's on 150 carb. They're not doing a 350 gram refeed. They might be doing 250, but two days in a row. I just find it works better for hormones, for digestion, for predictability. Um, And the way I peak people going into a show is I'm generally walking their calories up. So almost by the time we get to a show, we can kind of predict where their maintenance is going to be based on that. Do you ever do rapid backloads anymore? No. Why? Uh, it's completely unpredictable. It, it, it requires a lot of testing. Um, I didn't like the fact that the way you did it was you didn't get to sleep for the last 24 hours. Cause people think like 24 hour backload to get in a thousand calories in 24 hours, you have to thousand eat carbs. Every, thousand carbs. You have to eat like almost every two hours. That means you're not getting a good sleep cycle the night before a show. Um, so I went, I got a good solid six straight did you? the night before the show. I mean, when you add that many carbs, yeah, your sleep is like yeah, amazing. So like I was out and, uh, well, I'll be honest, but I did wake up early that like Friday, like I was up at like four, 3am or something like that to do a decarb. That doesn't bother me because yeah. most people get up early on show day for their tan, their hair. Yeah. But yeah. And then show day, I slept till like the, the difficulty for me as a coach is seeing your athlete 24 to 48 hours before the show look the worst they've looked all prep. When you deplete someone that close to stage, it yeah. is a real, um, and you know, I've, I've had just wonderful success with linear progressive loading with my bodybuilders, with bikini, with, with all divisions. So, so I, I worked with Brandon Wattis and he says the same things. He almost has gotten away from the, the rapid backload for the mental state of his competitor. Yeah. The competitor seeing themselves at that de- hard depleted state yeah. by Wednesday just gets in their head and it ends up being a more cortisol issue than it does and, and I'll, i've gotten pretty aggressive like some of my men will have five to six hundred carbs on friday and they had 450 on thursday and like 350 on wednesday yeah. so it's not like they're not getting a bunch of carbs but it's a little bit more predictable because you see how digestion is going and i wonder how i haven't uh talked to cliff wilson about this a lot but he was like the one of the ones who really brought like the and, rapid and i wonder if he's still doing it well, the thing that he gets associated with it, and I've had a lot of talks with Cliff about it because, yeah. like, I want to be the best coach I can be. I take my ego out of it. I talk to other people about sure. their approach, and I've talked to him about it. And he doesn't use it with everybody. Yeah. You know, oh, he has know a very that. specific yeah. population that he does it with, and he preps people hard. Like, you know, he gets them so depleted that, you know, they actually, it works. But, um, you know, he'll even tell you it's not 100% of the time. But, you know, that's that's what gets the attention because it's so kind of It was crazy. When I did it, like... I could literally see myself grow from like the first thing in the morning yeah. to at night. Like when I was, usually you look at your own pictures and you think you look like shit. But like I, when I like put them side by side, like morning to like the night, I was like, holy crap, who is that? Do like you, yeah, but, but that's because you completely depleted yourself for three days. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. you have such big full muscle bellies to be completely depleted before the stage. That didn't bother you? But there's no you? chance of, sto- no. Okay. I, I'm, Oh, I mean, we all, all bodybuilders are mentally disturbed. My favorite moment. <laughs> so, so I was at your show in Cape Cod. Yeah. I flew there specifically yeah. for that to see you compete. I remember you go, hey, Paul, go walk around and see how everyone's looking. And I was like, what? You're insecure? 
Yeah, like you just don't. I, mean, I know, but we're, we're all looking at you like, oh my god, like why did anyone I, I, else even but that's show why up? He's so good, right? Because he doesn't think of himself. No, I no, no. I know, but it was just. Good I to still hear. walk around like I'm 120 pounds. Like I'll be walking around the kitchen and like I'll bump into my wife. My wife's like, "What is your problem?" And she's like, "You don't know how like wide you are." Like you just you gotta, check her. You yeah, just, like, like shoulder check. But I don't mean to. I just like don't. I'm still like a skinny kid in a like a wide body. Yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> Cook me some eggs. I remember. <laughs> so you might remember this. The day of the show, you you were touching. You were going like, even my jaw muscles are filled out. Like, yeah. you're, you're like yeah. I uh, uh, we gotta take a break here in a second. But um, last question for from Paul. What you sent me is, how can I buy your products in the UK? Dale Wilson three seven nine. That was a question for Paul. Well, it was on my it was on my. Oh, ask. okay, yeah. A list nutrition is our. Exclusive distributor. They also sell to a bunch of other UK retailers, but I would say go to A-List Nutrition. They're not going to have the vegan for a while though, right? Because uh, actually, be... it shipped today. Oh, you did. It's packed and ready. It's so packed. And they're probably getting picking up. They're picking oh, okay. it up. Huh? Did you just drop a picking? Picking what? Picking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did that. Packing I, and picking. I feel bad because I I shouldn't do it, but it's just I love Pat. I just got to give him a hard time. Come on, yeah. You didn't have a younger brother. I get it. He's like my little brother. Can we take a break now? Uh, Pat's going to go cry. <laughs> I'm learning. Which one's that? Rimshot? Yeah, Rimshot. Rim shot. Did you know that that was... Rim <laughs> sh- that was <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Rimshot that was... It was <laughs> English. It's supposed to be Rimjob. Oh, shit. Did you know that... Did you know? That noise was called a Rimshot. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, what else would it be? But I also rim got a drum. degree in Parks and Recreation. <laughs> <laughs> Bird wasn't even Parks and Recreation. <laughs> I've been, work, I've been watching Parks and Recreation. Bird, why did you switch the battery? I got five hours of sleep last night. What, what's that battery? Uh, Are we good? We switched? We back? What's up? Because you missed all that gold. We back? There was some. Well, the podcast gets it. There's some meat gold in there. Wait, so <laughs> no, what happens? Meat gold. <laughs> meat gold. So the podcast keeps going, but they have to. He has to. What edit do the you video. like? Black it out during the where the voice is still going. So YouTube, so YouTube oh, I guess so he'll just edit it together. Got it, on got video. it, got it, got it. Yeah, match up the sound. Whew. You got thotties clapping cheeks over there. <laughs> thotties clapping cheeks. And so we had this one guy, this one episode, and he kept on asking questions about thotties clapping cheeks. <laughs> I don't. Is he on? Is he on there? I had to look that up. Someone said thought, and I was like, "What is that?" That hoe over there. Yeah. I'm right. Like, really? That's, <laughs> that is great. Shit. I don't want to be the old guy, but that doesn't seem like. Bro, I do not have a receding hairline. No, his hairline's down to his yeah, eyebrows. Yeah. But I, got like a three, I got a three head over here. I got a three, not a four. Can, can your hairline precede? I feel like it's going forward. So I don't I got nine, nine I don't, hair hasn't changed. I don't have hair loss in my family. I've always had like this. It's just like the Miller's thing. It's just so like it hasn't goes back. gone, hasn't receded. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's, it's just, been that. It's just recessed. I'm 44, so yeah. deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't don't put the just silver like, fox. Okay? Just loosen it up top, but that beard gain the beard gains are real. Yeah. Someone 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 shot me out and said like, remember the bird you must have Yeah. The bird has a second account apparently. Yeah, he's he's he's, <laughs> he's messaging. Uh, Joe uh, said, How about Is this Joe Firion? Yeah, so this is actually very common, and this is something that I 
very much pay attention to that I didn't use to, like what carb sources are you using? Because, you know, if you have somebody carbing up and they were on 100 carbs and you haven't used 200 and they were just eating veggies because calories were so low, you can actually really cause some inflammation because what happens is the, the, the vegetables digest so slowly that they'll actually ferment in your intestines. That will cause gas and bloating, and it will take a couple days for that to pass. This is when a greasy burger helps. So, yeah. So was Joe, like, I guess the question is, does this usually happen when people add in way more vegetables than they're used well, to because I see they're this, cutting their carb? I see this in the depletion phase. So, when, like, they're when, switching from, like, oats, like, our, like a whole grain carb to, like, a Well, a some of the peaking carb? protocols I've seen, they say, okay, you're going to go down to 50 to 60 carbs a day, yeah. all from vegetables. Okay. So, you just start loading up on these cruciferous vegetables, like cauliflower and broccoli, which... Yeah. It's great for food volume right. and you feel full, but you look pregnant for like two days. And it's very, you know, when you're that lean, everything is scary. You're like, yeah. whoa, because you, you just don't know what's going to end. Yeah. So I remember at the Yorton last year, he was saying how bloated he was or something like that. And yeah. I mean, I'll literally have some people carb up on like kids cereal, like Honey Nut Cheerios. Just depends on what they digest well. But um, yeah. You answered your your question. So the question was, do you like really slow and controlled or he said sloppy reps or something like that? So I don't think I would say sloppy, right? I would just say a faster tempo, right? Because if you're well, just, just straight like up Well, like Arnold, sloppy, the Arnold you, you encyclopedia. Like, you, you, why are you looking what, at me? I, just, like, I got meat thoughts in my brain. I like them sloppy. Extra <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> Uh, so Arnold yeah. talked about Billy Madison, cheat reps yeah. in, the, in the modern bodybuilding encyclopedia, yeah. but he would cheat in a manner which over kind of, you know, stimulated the muscle, not just for the purpose of looking good. If, if you look at all like the great bodybuilders, they've used some controlled yeah. cheating, right? Like, I don't think you should every, like I said before, that there's a time and a place for all of these things. There are different techniques. I don't, I actually think being too controlled and too precise with every exercise will hold back your gain. There's actually research on this. So like people that curl with no momentum, yeah. you're not going to be able to use much weight. You get a little bit of a momentum, you can overload the muscle a little bit better. Then you do a little bit too much and everybody on Instagram attacks you. Right. So it just comes down to not paying attention to what the critics are saying. Do your thing. You know, like watch Branch Warren train. Like people like to criticize him, but if you actually break down his technique, it's very good. Yeah. It just looks like he's using momentum, but he's overloading the muscle and he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, I get it. I get it all the time, right? You know, like when you're, curling hundreds and like if you don't yeah. use momentum you, well, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do it right yeah and I, when i try to curl 100s doesn't nothing happen so it's not it's not <laughs> it's not it like it's not like oh you can only curl 20 but now you're doing hundreds because yeah. you're swinging it no like you're actually overloading the muscle at a very specific point yeah yeah good question it's paul r20 yeah give him give, yeah. give throw it out throw it out there juice use it paul r20 Man, there's going to be a big commission check this month. All the views on this podcast. <laughs> he's talking to the phone, but like, you don't know what pick he's it. doing. Yeah, he's just, it's going to come out weird when. Bird, do you have a coupon code? No, no <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a bird tax. We'll get you a, we'll get you a code for zone. How about that? Oh, the info, all your creative friends. For the creative mind. Yeah. Tell yeah. them your Patreon account. Yeah. <laughs> your what? Patreon. That's where people like give you money for putting out information and stuff. You haven't heard of Patreon? No. Uh. Yeah. 
creative shit. Yeah, you know, it's too much. For we want to know about some, that. Some YouTube people okay. actually only use Patreon. They don't monetize their videos because that way they don't have to put ads in it, and then people will just like oh. pay them. I wonder how so. much juju do they get from that. I don't know. Must be a real thing. All right, ready for some yep. coaching yeah. questions? Yeah, let's go. Paul, what got you into coaching? What has been your greatest achievement? Wow, that's a good question. So what got me into coaching was actually I was competing and people were kind of coming up to me and saying, hey, would you help me? And I said, no, no, no. My first coach, who was Lane Norton, kept saying, I think you would be a good coach. And I said, no, no, no. And finally, a client came to Lane, had already paid another coach and said, this guy stole my money. I asked him questions. He fired me. And Lane was like, listen, I can't help this person. Would you help him? And I thought, well, there's nothing I can lose from this. He was local to me. Nice kid. Helped him, prepped him, and went to his show, and he won, like, the novice class in bodybuilding. He was, like, 18, and his mom came up to me and was like, thank you for everything. You, you've, you've kind of given us kind of our confidence back in the sport of bodybuilding that there's good people out there. And uh, he gave me an envelope, and it had $300 in it, and I gave it to my wife, and she's like, we should start a business. And I was like, <laughs> I, I really liked the feeling of, like, wow, you can actually, like, help people and yeah. they were grateful and that that was it that was i was hooked from then on my greatest accomplishment probably getting a athlete olympia qualified yeah so we have our first and she just so happens to be with core nutritionals but that's i mean that's something that i probably don't think i ever thought i would do is get a girl on the olympia stage or a competitor on the olympia stage you're gonna probably have a couple at some this point. year yeah yeah so and actually maybe the arnold stage is even harder to get on the olympia stage because there was only 16 of them let me throw uh I'm not asking for a sales pitch here, but what what separates like team pro physique from other coaching teams, right? Like because yeah. there was before pro physique, there was a lot of teams out there, right? There still are. And, and they had a, a very bad rap actually. Yeah. Like it was probably one of the reasons why coaches like you and Lane flourished is because yep. a lot of those bikini competitors on those teams realized they were doing some messed up stuff. And that's where you guys, to me, it's less the messed up stuff and more the everyone's doing the exact same thing. There's no kind of attention to detail from person to person. So I actually was kind of afraid of that because when I first started coaching, when I would hear girls from like this team or that team or at the show, I already knew that they were going to lose or I knew that what, what was going on was politics or whatever it was. So when I first got into coaching, I was kind of against that. What changed my mind was, understanding that how important the community is so when you, you are go against to shows, what you are against a team the, the team right the okay. team because yep. in my mind that was but but what it actually was was those those girls or that member of that community were just excited to do something together and be a part yep. of something sure. and so they suffered together they did their cardio together they ate their tilapia and asparagus together yep. then they started hearing like well, there's people doing shows and they're not cutting out water and taking water pills and they're eating flexible dieting and it took a while for people to have success and so the reason pro physique has flourished is when I started getting hundreds of client inquiries, I didn't take on thousands of clients and that's what those teams were doing. Yeah. They were just blueprinting plans. Instead, what I've done is add coaches. We now have 15 coaches, four of which are coaching girls at the national level, myself included. So it's not like if someone reaches out to us, they're going to get the same plan as everyone else. They're going to get a very individualized kind of approach to the sport. Um, and I, I absolutely want to know all my clients and get to know them and so that I understand them. So that that's really the difference in the team approach is like, I want my girls to be on the same team 
but also be treated like individuals. Well, I mean, it's about building what is so important and really whatever business you do these days is culture. It's like you are building a culture at Pro Physique, just like we're building a culture at Core Nutritionals. And yeah. that's why the brand, Pro Physique brand, is a strong brand now. It's because Do you remember of that what team. Joe said to us in Australia when he was, you know, he did his little seminar and he said this. I'm going to say the first sentence. Yeah. Content is king, Yeah, but community is kingdom. That's right. right that's right. And, uh, I and, do remember that. That was that, a great that quote. That stuck with me and I was like, wow, yeah. he's yeah. right. So Yeah, that's a great quote. Yeah. So. Um. Let me get back. Let me let me ask a couple other um, coaching questions because I used to coach back in the day. I just I gave it team up. Team Miller, many, man. Yeah, you many, made us you made us nervous when we knew there was a Team Miller. Person <laughs> many there. years ago, um, so I'm very curious about the business. I love asking people business questions. Yeah. So if you don't mind, I'd like to jump into a couple questions about that. So you have 15 coaches now. Mm-hmm. So one is, what does it take to be a coach, and how can you ensure that your coaches are Basically, you want them to be an extension of you, right? Holding like you, up the brand, or the brand the, standard. The brand standard. Yeah. Like, how do you make sure that they are, when a, somebody asks them a question, they're going to answer it most likely very similarly to the way yeah. you would answer it. So yeah. how so, do you so manage that? All of my initial coaches were very close to me personally. They were either my classmates at USF or my, my clients. And they had just expressed an interest to me over and over again about being involved in coaching. So I basically kind of formed those first couple coaches under that idea, and we were in very close contact. So if they had a question about, you know, what to do in this situation or that situation, we would talk about it. And as it's expanded, what what I found is the coaches that I first helped are now helping the newer coaches. And so I'm not in a rush to add coaches. I don't force it. We wait until people kind of reveal themselves in a good situation. So whether that's through the University of South Florida's exercise science program, we have many people with master's degrees. We now have multiple people that are registered dietitians. We now have a doctor who has come on board, right, as the director of medical director oversight. So like the way that I'm making sure my coaches know more is by making myself available more to them. And then this year we had our first ever pro physique experience and I brought in three experts in the field, Dr. Joe Klemzeski, founder of online coaching, Brett Contreras, one of the great, you know, exercise scientists in the world right now, and Ryan Doris, who is, in my mind, one of the great writers of programming right now. I had them come in for one day with just my coaches, Mm -hmm. and we had seminar after seminar after seminar. They could talk and learn, because I don't want myself to be their only kind of, you know, base of knowledge. I want them to get a full spectrum of how people are doing things, because even I realize I've been coaching for so long, sometimes I don't realize that there's better tools out there, better ways of doing things, so... It's, it's through constant evolvement, and it's also I had to get out of my own way. I can't run Pro Physique. I do not run Pro Physique. I actually do less now than I've ever done. I just coach. You know, my wife is very involved. We have someone that handles customer service. We have people that are doing our digital stuff. So there's people doing a lot of work. So when uh, somebody sends you an inquiry and they're a competitor or a non-competitor mm-hmm. or bikini or bodybuilding or whatever, how do you determine what coach that they go with? And if... Somebody goes with, let's say, Tyler versus like Colin. Will that person get, obviously it'll be a different experience, but will they get the same general principles in diet, yeah. training, yeah. like like all Good of that? Question. Uh, so here's how it happens. Um, we get an inquiry through ProPhysique.com. We have one, one woman 
Her name's Sandy. She's amazing. She reviews that and she says, oh, this would be good for Paul. This would be good for, you know, whichever coach, Steven, Kate, Tyler, any of them. Um, and then she sends that to them. They set up a 30-minute phone call. We do not sign a client that we have not spoken to. So that 30-minute discovery phone call, you talk about philosophy, you talk about goals, you talk about how to set your vision. That's really what, what separates us is that we are, we are getting involved from day one with our people for free. I'm not, there's no charge for that phone call, and there's no pressure to sign up with us. You know, we're in a very fortunate situation. Our, client, our coaches are doing very well, so we're not in a rush to add people. And so we, you know, I, I believe we make decisions based on what's right. I've even steered clients in other directions. If they tell me this is their goals and they don't line up with our philosophies, I say, hey, this would be a better, you know, better company for you. Um, but that's, that's how it's been, been done for the last couple of years, and it's, it's gone really well. Cool. Yeah. What else you got, Meat? Meat. Meat. Um, questions about coaching. Do we have any questions in the live audience here? Oh, yeah. We have some uh, pro physique. I got a supplement question for Paul. Yeah. What's your what's Paul's substack off season and in prep? My my off season is gonna be a little bit underwhelming. I just stick to the basics. I try to limit the pre workout, so I might back off a little bit on the fury and focus a little bit more on pump. I'm taking my branch chains. I try to remember to take my creatine. Uh definitely now I'm taking flex. I'm definitely taking the the fish oils. Um what else am I adding? Multi? There? Yeah, the multi. Um man, my pill stack is probably bigger than my powder stack these days. We need to do some new pill containers. I've had a lot of people yeah. post their... It'd be really cool posts. if you could buy the pill container already filled with pills and just for the whole month. <laughs> like a, already filled out? Yeah, like that's each. a whole business right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really try to downplay the stimulants in the off-season. There's no off-season meat. It's only Very improvement good. season. Yeah, come on. Yeah, um, so that means you can drink, ca- like keep the caffeine. I'm really, exci- <laughs> I'm really excited to add this because my appetite goes so far down in the improvement season. Sometimes I'll go out without eating and, you know, having a, a protein powder is going to be amazing. Word. So, all right, let's get into some ingredients then. What does the green tea and coffee extract benefit in spectra, which is in multi and in greens? So this goes back to a question that was related to the girl I called ignorant. <laughs> that poor girl. <laughs> and I didn't mean it in a negative way. I just meant Doug, that she was hey, If you're listening, I forgot your name. But Doug's a very nice, comes from a good good place, got a full heart. You just got to know that. But sometimes he gets me. a little passionate and it gets a well, little out of Well, here's how we can frame that. You are ignorant to her name. There, are there you going right. to get offended? Yeah. No, no I'm, I'm ignorant all day long. That's <laughs> 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 my name. Yeah. All right. So you can't just, the point of those, there's a lot of ingredients in the Spectra blend. It's a So what is Spectra first? It's a greens, reds really an antioxidant blend that is trademarked. So I couldn't even tell you, even though we're full disclosure and tell you exactly how much of each ingredient we put in these things, I couldn't even, I couldn't tell you like how many milligrams of each of those things in because it's a trademark blend by the company Futureceuticals and Mm. they have done research on that specific blend. And they keep it proprietary. So it's like you take 100 milligrams of these 30 ingredients and you put it in. Like that is your disclosure of that. And so- Looking at the specific ingredient, like a green tea or a green coffee in there, I wouldn't tell you it is in there for X. The reason why we put Spectra in there is it's a really strong antioxidant. So it helps fight the five different types of free radicals in your body, and it's a really strong antioxidant, and that's why it's in there. So um, I wouldn't look at it as like, oh, green tea can you know be like a fat-burning agent, and green coffee so can help with blood sugar. You know, like It's kind of tough. It's like the one-time 
because uh, we're transparent label and, and we, it is tran it's a fully transparent label spectra just that future circles keeps it proprietary yeah we couldn't put so it we on could, there if we knew right, right. like so don't think of like the green tea extract, the green coffee extract are doing specifics. It's think of Spectra doing the, the yes, specifics. Yes, this is a formula put together by the ingredient supplier that is has specific research on those. It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, it is because that's the only product you have with a proprietary blend as far as I know. Essentially. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was a big deal when you guys started doing that. I think more people are open now this is the story we tell we tell all the time so like 15 years ago when we started we were like literally like the first company to really focus on the non-prop blend now it that's like the bare minimum if you don't have a non-prop blend you can't even be in the game essentially like it's very there's very few companies you know maybe bakuzi's companies like because he he's proud of being like the rogue who does proprietary blend but beyond him like if you don't have um a non a full disclosure label like the consumers are smart these days right so now you need you know, full disclosure labels, good looking labels and marketing. You need to have a culture and a community that you support, right? And you have to have great flavors. Well, so here, like here's the other caveat are, to that. Cause sometimes people will say, Hey coach, you're asking me to take core hard. Great. But I found this product. Can I take it instead? And I said, listen, labels are great, but who's behind the label? Cause they can say whatever the hell they want. No one's testing it unless they, you know, and that's why I like your products because I know you stand behind what's on the bottle. So and, and they work very much related to that. Uh, Pat was actually over last night and we were having uh, dinner with uh, our neighbors and we actually got talking to protein and I brought out core vegan, core pro and core ISO. And I was trying to explain it to these are non non bros. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was trying to explain the difference and whatnot. And we were talking about the Paul Revelia on the vegan. And I explained like kind of who you were and why your name's on there. And um, you know, the question, it was a good question. It was like, well, so these other two proteins, does he promote those? Like, how can he promote those if he can't drink them? And my point was, Paul is promoting the brand because he stands for, like, what we do and that knows the quality and believes in the quality and believes in the product. So You mean, like, the, the, the way, way ISO? The way okay. the ISO. So, like, how could Paul recommend ISO? Well... If an ISO is a product for you, I would trust Core Nutritionals over somebody else because right. I know who's making it and how they're making it, even though I don't drink it. Believe me, so. I love your way. I love I love it, but yeah, yeah my body doesn't. So anyways, not. I thought it was an interesting question from somebody who was That's completely, a completely yeah. outside of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of interesting questions, we always get some randoms. <laughs> so do you straight shave or trim your body hair? <laughs> <laughs> I just trim. Doug? Just, just <laughs> I shave it all. You shave man. everything. I'm like a giant toddler, bro. Do you just get in the shower with shave cream and just start stripping it off? Yeah, absolutely. Do you uh, nair? If you stick around long if, enough, we'll start telling you the directions of which certain things get. Holy crap, bro! Did keep, they hear that? And the keep, thunder roll. Keep, keep the thunder roll. That was you were going to a dark, dirty place, that, man. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was God. God. Did want, that <laughs> yeah. God did not want us to talk about how you shave your balls. balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How come every YouTube ad right now is for that ball hair trimmer? Manscaped. Manscaped. It's like, man. See, that's dangerous. I don't want to put anything electric down there. I just go, never mind. We won't get into it. We got an audience in this. Sharp razors <laughs> scare me down there, though. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I told you. I'll walk you through it. Okay. All right, all right. We'll, uh, we'll walk you through it. And take care. Skills. <laughs> what kind of student were you in school? Loud, obnoxious, or quiet, introverted? Me? I don't know. This is a quiet, generic question. I was definitely quiet introverted. Not until after I got out of college did I open up. I was loud, obnoxious class clown. 
Can you tell? I can't. I couldn't tell. So yeah. I was in like a, I, I was a good kid though. I was in a lot of the, like the honors classes. So it was like me and like, this is not racist in any way. Here so don't send me a text. It was me <laughs> and a bunch of, of my Asian friends, right? Like we were in the AP maths and all that. And like our high school was very Asian. So you're saying Asians are good at math. Right? They are. They, they are really good at math, right? Society says that's racist. So, right. so um, I was always kind of like the outsider in that class. So I was very outspoken yeah. in the honors classes just because just, by nature, generally, a lot of um, my Asian friends were very reserved. I mean, you know, it's part of their That's culture. That's kind of cultural, right? It like is that, very, yeah. very cultural. So, like, believe it or not, like, even though I was, like, a good student in, in my classes, I was kind of like the clown, which was really weird. So you would kind of assume the role of whatever's missing. If they would have been the louder ones, you would have kind of pulled back a little bit, you think? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I, I filled that hole for them. Okay. <laughs> Why you got to go there, <laughs> bro? Come on. <laughs> Bro, the Asian guy, that, that was too easy. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked, what is your greatest accomplishment outside of the fitness industry? Me? Hey, well, they said all three. You can, you're the star my of the show today. Accomplishment. So I mean, it's an easy question. It's got to be my kids. I mean, yeah. they're freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have kids yet, so I'll say my uh, wife. I was just saying that. <laughs> they're good hey. hey. Um, I was just saying to somebody earlier today that it's just like, you don't really know what like, even with your wife, it's a different type of unconditional love. But that, you, that's, I never understood that when I was like, when people would be like, Oh, I love my kids so much more. You know, my wife's one thing. I'm like, I don't get it. But the, your kid is yeah. you. It's part of you. Like yeah. your wife, you chose and she chose you, but that kid is part of your body. It's yeah. yeah it's a different feeling. Yeah. So sounds so weird. You have yeah. Yeah. It, it is weird, but it <laughs> yeah. just, it just, yeah. I got a dog. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel like it's part of my body. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's when you see when you see you, you're like, oh, you're like you're yeah. literally responsible for everything that kid is ever going to experience. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go to Doug for ARN. Will there be a point where ARN is available at other retailers? I would like to support local. This is Josh Gordon. You asked like twenty questions a show. Um, Josh, Josh is prolific. GNC could be local. I mean, it's feeding your local economy. Yeah, and, and so, the and GNC so franchises are locally owned and operated. Right. The nutrition corners carry the product, so they're locally owned and operated. Yeah. So, um, and the answer to that is, uh, I don't know what is in store. We're actually, this is a big conversation amongst the owners of that brand, myself, Julian, and Kenton, of what is next for that company. Well, when does the ex like next month the exclusive come up next month? So there's negotiations probably happening. Right? We have calls with some very important people, this both week? at GNC and yeah, just it's it will happen before this show goes. But yes, we have very important calls this week. Are you going to finish that or are you sipping on it still? Oh, bro. Oh, yeah, save mine for the, uh, the screenshot or whatever you call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we uh, got to have a good time. I better not. Done, right? I, better I got not. one more question. All right. This is a good one. This is a good way to I got it. the good screen, Scott. Screenshot. Screenshot. You ready? And me get down there. Just be Paul. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We got one more question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Paul, what do you do when someone takes your machine at the gym? Do you confront them? Or do you move on? Are you I, okay? I, listen, I'm getting on in the years. I used to just move on. Now I will say, like, listen, I understand it's a busy gym, but if you want to take something, just ask. I will happy to work in with you, but don't just don't be rude. 
I used to just be p- real passive and just go like, oh, I thought wait. you were going to go the other way. Like now that I'm like, you know, an old silver fox, you know, I just don't care anymore. Like I just let no, no, roll, no. I just roll with the punch. Now I think go. of it as like this needs to, they need to learn their lesson because yeah, son, people come into a gym and just act a fool. And I used to just watch it and like move on. Yeah. Now I'm like, listen, like treat the gym as if your mom was going to be the next person using the equipment or she was watching you work out. That's how you act. And so when, when someone's, if literally if I'm standing there and they like slide in, <laughs> try to sneak a set in, I'm going to be like, that wasn't you cool. Mean like take your Corona elsewhere. Yeah. Well, and, and this is something I said to Pat yesterday after flying, you know, with a mask on yeah, and so going through the airports. How was that? Did you feel dirty? No, I actually felt like people were more respectful. They were, they were actually like the way we should be. Less people were like in a hurry, bumping into you. Like even when we got off the airplanes, they said, please take your time getting off so you're not like crowding people. And they were. Everyone like stayed it. seating. And then as that row left and this row, I'm like, this is how it should always yeah. be. Instead of like you stand up on an airplane and someone's like oh. breathing on your neck. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're not going anywhere for like 10 minutes. That's it, the worst. It just felt like people were being a little bit more polite and a little bit more patient. Despite so were you at every other seat on the airplane? No. Oh, uh, so they, they fully pack them now? No, I think the middle seats were empty on Southwest. So they said, you can sit in the middle seat if you're sitting with someone. Otherwise, leave the middle seat open. Yeah, that's the rain. And that's you crazy. have to and wear a mask the time you enter the airport. Yeah, they did say it. at Tampa Airport, they said while you're on airport property, you must wear a mask. But not everyone was. So I'm like, well. Well, they have. So in, the, in Virginia, that is, you have to wear a mask if you're indoors. But if you have a medical condition... You don't have to wear it, and no one's allowed to ask what your medical condition is, because uh, like HIPAA. Yeah. So, so yeah, I which is part of the weekend. And then what if you, and if you're in the airport and they're selling food, you can't eat with a mask on. So people, were, I'm like, so I don't get it. Like, but it's, I just thought, okay, I'm gonna keep my mask on if I'm near anybody. And so it, I don't know if you you probably didn't hear it, but my rant last week was get this. Stu- this is just just a summary of the stupidity in this world today. So, private swim club. We're a bond holder, so we're actually owner, you know, part owners of this swim club. It's a community club, but it's private. We pay a, a year, an annual fee, and right now they're still, like, in different phases. So you have to sign up in half-an-hour increments for a lane. You can only have three people in the lane. They have to be family members, but you can't be within 10 feet of each other. So my wife goes with our three- and six-year-old who can't really swim. You know, my six-year-old can swim a little bit, but my three-year-old certainly can't, right? And the lifeguard, they, they, they told her when she walked in, and she's kind of just like, F that. So then the lifeguard yelled at her twice because she was holding Griffin. I was like, if I was there, I would have lost my shit. So and they so would she, prefer him so to So finally drown? she got, yeah, I was like, do you really want to be pulling my son, dead son out of the <laughs> water? I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's no common sense there. And you share a household. Why wouldn't you be able to be close? So here's the thing. You, you, have, 60 seconds. you have to be a family member. But they said that the health department is like, well, how do you guarantee that they're family members? So they still go, well, shit, it's a private club. And like you have ID, like when you go into the club, it is, it's the lack of common sense that people are using these days. Yeah. It pisses me off so much. Anyways, how are you guys? I understand it. <laughs> 30 seconds. All right, all right. What are we finishing with? Oh, hold on. Should I stand up taller? Is that, is that good? Well, I don't know. Mate, mate, what are you doing? Bro, you can't see you down there. What are you doing? I don't know. Get your head up here. I'm doing me things. Me. Put your head up like right here. We good? Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, vegan tub. That's good. Nailed it. 
All right, that's the screenshot. Is that, is that a wrap, or do we have any more questions? Should we cut it in an hour? 20 seconds. How much would a woodchuck chuck? Woodchuck could chuck wood? I think that's it. Paul, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, just thank you for finally listening. How do we to do, me. Paul? I'm excited. All right, guys. Till next time. Me. Keep crushing it. Keep crushing it. <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Ask the Boss. Featuring Doug Miller and Patrick Meaty Thighs Me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast and checked out our other social media platforms, please do. Also, be on the lookout for the next episode. And last but not least, keep crushing it. <laughs>